Hi everyone, welcome to Being Youthful. I am Kim Beegler, the owner of Youthful Fiber Farm and Mill, and I am sitting here in the mill, and welcome. If you are coming back to me, thank you so much. If you are new, I will be talking about all things wool, uh, hand spinning, knitting, owning a wool mill. Uh, so welcome. In this episode, I'm specifically talking about the nurtured sweater also a little talk about used spinning wheels which i follow up from last episode and i have a farm tour because i don't have mill videos this time i'm working on fiber club so no mill videos but i did take a quick farm tour and if i get it together we'll talk about park and drafting with drop spindles so we got some stuff we got some stuff um and before i forget mill day is open or the mill the mill shop is open this saturday uh, 10 to 3 if you are in the area or anywhere in the two-hour vicinity, however far you want to drive. I don't care. I'd love to see you. We have a great group that comes and sits and knits and spins, or you can just pop through and um, shop some local goods. Okay, so I'm going to get to my nurtured sweater because I'm wearing it, and it's uh, getting close to 70 degrees today, so I can't wear it for the whole episode, but it is done. And I love it. So I'm going to step back, if wish will let me, and we're going to show it off. Here it is, you all. I'll do a little adjustment. If you are listening and not watching, I'll put the uh, clip to this YouTube in here. Here is my nurtured. Voila. I am so happy with it. I haven't blocked it yet, so give it some, some credit there. And I haven't finished seaming. But all of my ends are in, except for this right here, which is attached to my seam for my underarm. And I'm going to use that yarn to do my seaming with it. Otherwise, there it is. You can't really see. You can see the pat that there you go, the texture better there. Um, so I am thrilled with it. I'm thrilled with the fit. I'm thrilled with everything about it. I'm just thrilled. I'm thrilled to be done with it. I'm going to talk about it for like two more minutes and then, and then I'm going to pause and uh, take it off. But I meant to look at what size needles I did. I think I was honest. I'll, I'll check and I'll put it, I'll put it in the um, text here. Make sure we're kind of even. Anyway, it is done. I just have to finish those seams and we're set. I am very excited and in love with it. The only thing, so I did not modify it at all other than to, I think I maybe did an extra inch or so on the sleeves for the length because I like a good long sleeve. I have, you know, I'm taller. So my um, arms are a little longer, I guess. I don't know. And then I did extend, I think I dropped this maybe another inch, um, the body maybe another inch. Cause again, I'm taller. I have a long torso. I didn't want it to be like a bralette sweater. Um, so of course, most people wear this. A lot of people wear it layered, right? I actually wanted it. So if I was wearing high jeans, I could wear this without layering it, um, which I do a lot because they're comfortable and they hold your stomach in. Um, or you could wear this over a dress. You know, it's got the boxy, so you could put a dress and then wear this or a long shirt. Um, so the, that's the only modifications I made, super easy. Uh, it's a great pattern. Andrea Mowry, I mean, where can you go wrong? You really can't. So um, the only thing I would do different, which is nothing about the pattern, 
but I did magic loop on my sleeves and I think I like magic loop for socks and other things in the round. Uh, I don't think I like it for sweaters necessarily. What happened, my gauge just tends to be tighter than I think it would have been if I had done double points. So I think moving forward when I do sweaters, I will, and I don't remember what I did on my other sweaters, honestly. I just don't remember. And it, a part of it, I'm sure, is the, um, the structure, which is the pearl slip uh, that added to, and I was knitting, I was throwing for most of this, I think. I was throwing when I did those stitches, and then I was continental when I did the knit. So the throwing might have been a little bit tighter um, because I tend to knit a little bit tighter when I'm throwing. So anyway, that's the only thing. I think moving forward, I probably do my sleeves on uh, double points because the fabric's just a little bit tighter. But perk of that is that I get very cold in my arms. Um, and I have this thing that's called rainouts where if you get cold, I, my circulation is not great in some of my fingertips is where I feel it. And I think I've mentioned this before and other people have a similar thing. So if I get cold and it seems to me that when my arms get cold, it's when it affects my fingertips will not get great circulation until I can warm everything up. Hence why I started wearing mittens more during like when I'm walking the dogs and stuff during the winter because I need the heat from my other fingers to keep everything anyway weird I guess um I actually only discovered that's what it was when I was reading a book <laughs> and the character had it and I was like oh my gosh anyway I digress nurtured sweater off the needles I'm just gonna seam it up I still have a solid you know probably two months before I'll be wearing this regularly but look I'm wearing it right now and I'm only breaking into a mild sweat so highly recommend this pattern and um, I'm gonna go take this off and rearrange my microphone and then I'll be right back okay take two on this part because my microphone did not get readjusted as I was supposed to do Anyway, welcome back. Um, here we are. I'm feeling a little bit cooler. I, um, in addition to wearing that nice thick wool sweater, I am wearing natural deodorant, which I started wearing earlier in the summer. Lume, if you've seen it, it works. I actually really, really like it. I get this stuff in the tube. If anybody cares that you squirt, which I never thought I would like, but for some reason I do. Um, but man, do you sweat? It's like, it takes a while. I think your body's like, what am I doing? If you've been using anti- perspirant then all of a sudden you're like whoo anyway I digress yet again but I do love that product so and they're not paying me for that so just in case you've been thinking about it okay uh we talked about the mill shop being open on Saturday did we I don't know mill shop open this Saturday 10 to 3 come on by I think I did okay we're not gonna worry about that so let's talk about I just wanted to follow up on last episode I talked about how it is difficult right now for new hand spinners to find wheels well it's difficult whether they're looking for a new wheel the lower price point beginner wheels most of them are on back order from a lot of the different spinning wheel companies and the new one the prices have gone up quite a bit so i put a call out if you're trying to sell a spinning wheel especially if you're in the area um, reach out to me and I got such a great response and also the call is out if you're looking for a wheel somewhere because you are in a spinning wheel desert um, feel free to reach out email is the best way also but 
I already have wheels coming my way. Uh, one is already headed. After I get her, I'm going to break her down and ship her east um, to somebody that was in a spinning wheel desert. So uh, if you are looking to sell a wheel, if you're in the area, wonderful. If you're not, what I've decided to do is to start a sign up where people can they can contact me about a wheel they have for sale and I will do like a bi-weekly email list to people on that list about wheels for sale. It's not set up yet. I will let you know as soon as I can, but um, it's really fun. I love being able to connect people with a wheel, right? That's so fun. Um, so stay tuned for that. If you are in the area and you're looking to sell a wheel or consign a wheel, especially beginner, especially at an affordable price, uh, feel free to reach out. Okay, works in progress. We talked about my nurtured, so we're set there. We, let me show you my other project is my Sophie scarf, which I'm loving. And I do wanna say that this is a wonderful, wonderful pattern for those of you who are beginning hand spinning or just have small bits of yarn. This is a wonderful pattern for it because it doesn't take a lot of yarn. It comes in two sizes, so you can do really small or you can do larger. I'm working on the larger one right now and it's not significantly larger. So the smaller one wraps around once and you can do a little tie. The larger you can wrap it around and twice basically and do the tie. Um, perfect for hand spun. So if you're a newbie or you just have a ton of hand spun in small quantities laying around, think about this project. Um, really good. Here is mine. I was gonna do the small one, but I'm using this as kind of a rest point in my day. So uh, I'm told you about that book rest I'm reading and I'm really trying to like rest my brain a bit. And so I sit down and I work on this. I do a couple repeats at a time and just no music, no podcast, nothing else going, just time to let my brain kind of do its thing while I am resting, not giving it new information. And so I got to where I was, the small size was done and then I thought, just keep going. So. Here we are, this is in Utopia's Peachy Keen. It has lots of little different speckles of colors in it. It's just they dye it in the wool, so it's dyed in the wool, then it's all um, blended in. Okay, there's that. Speaking of, and I would tell you what size needle I'm doing this on. I think it's a six. I discussed it last time. It was very difficult for me to see what number it was. And, um, and my father-in-law thought it was quite humorous. I mean, it, it was humorous, but anyway, so I think I'm doing it on a size six. So with the sustainable, I think she calls for a four, but it was just too tight for that. So, okay. Speaking of sustainable, I have two new colors. I think this one's new. Um, this is Utopia. They're out of Vermont. There's our train. So they dye this in the wool, then they're spinning it. And it's all 100% local wool to them. So here is the moss and you can see it's got some nice variations of color in it. Here's the new, new, for sure new. I just opened the box. This is the Bluebird. Um, so these are both in the online shop. I did a little restock on everything she had in stock that I could get. So if you are interested in this, it's next to Skin Soft made in the US by a small mill. So love it. Other new thing in the online shop. And I did a video on Instagram, I think on park and draft. I keep meaning to do a slightly longer one for YouTube. If I get to it, I'll insert it here. If I don't, I'll 
insert the one from Instagram. It's just going to be like up and down and very short, but it's all about drop spindling and park and draft, which in one of my recent Zooms we were talking about for people that were learning to hand spin before they started my course or before they started on a wheel, Park and Draft was like their game changer of feeling like they could hand spin. So I will include it here one way or another. Um, but on that theme, I, I put up some beginner drop spindles. So beginner drop spindle, they're in my online shop, very affordable and they come with, so I include with them this is about a half ounce of um, wool. And this is pencil roving, so I'm gonna unwind some of it. I dyed it just for fun. Um, so you can see how thin it is. So the nice thing, so you get a little bit of this. The nice thing about this is you do not need to draft at all. Um, you could just practice getting the twist in to the wool without having to worry about drafting. So it's a nice first step. I use it when I am teaching um, wheel spinning also. Uh, and then it also includes two ounces of a wonderful beginner fiber. Most of the time it's gonna be Jacob as long as I have it in stock. Uh, so you get the drop spindle, you get a little half ounce. It may not be these colors. It'll be whatever colors and, um, and some great beginner roving. I think you get two ounces. So if you are thinking about drop spindle as a way to start, it's very affordable. I think I have it priced around $28. I can't remember, but I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, watch the park and draft stuff. I think it will make you feel less like it's a daunting, so many things going on at once. So, um, okay. Those are new things in the online shop there's other fun things in there too so check it out okay i think we will head to farm video or head to videos which i have got a quick farm tour just to say hi to all the animals i have got a quick stop at the butterfly pavilion which i totally forgot to tell you guys about last time but mitch took a day off about a week and a half two weeks ago we went out to this butterfly pavilion in elkton oregon which i have been wanting to go to for years um, and luckily we went at the right time and the monarchs were um, hatching and there were I think about a hundred monarchs in this little pavilion that they had that you can walk through um, and they were just I was like in my happy place we had a really nice day and we got to see the butterflies so I'll throw that in I just have like a minute or two of video from that um, because you may not want to stare at butterflies as long as I did want to and then the park draft video. So I will run through those and then I'll be back in a minute just to tell you reading update. I think that's it for this week. See you in a minute. Enjoy the videos. We're in the chicken coop and I wanted you all to catch a glimpse of fresh linens day. <laughs> this is my life in the coop. They have to I tie this little sheet. When our sheets go bad, I save them and then they become covers for the chicken coop and today's a fresh day and you can peek in and see somebody's busy she's busy busy in there so anyway fresh linens that's part of my job since we're in the barn I thought we'd say hi to everybody there's Johnny hi Johnny they're just finishing up breakfast it takes them forever this is a fun time of year there's Frankie um, because they get so many fresh fruits and vegetables and we've got if you can see there's somebody getting ready to lay 
See, that is her spot, and she lays beautiful dark green eggs. And then let's pop over here, because it's a busy morning. And these are these other nesting boxes that I made. Not so pretty, but they love them. So you can see one, two, three. So it is a busy morning, and we're getting about a dozen eggs. Let's go see if the boys are about a dozen eggs a day right now, which is great. It's kind of their, during the winter, they will not lay very often. He's waiting for his brother to finish because he's polite. And then the two of them will get into a little scrap. <laughs> uh oh, I think that was a baby. That sounds like a rooster. That was rooster, but I think I'm hearing a baby try to crow. Okay. They're very boring. Oh, we come say hi. Yes, monster. And I don't know if you can see, you can kind of see there. His little. I know, buddy. Very hard to pet you. Let me pull back. He has got tusks. I don't know if you've noticed them. They may be apparent in some of the pictures and such. But he's got some big tusks. And I had to do some research because they haven't always had these tusks. And they just kind of popped in, but the boys are just over two now. And as it turns out, even though they're neutered, they get tusks. Um, I think they're a lot smaller than they would be. But you can see, I think you can see there, maybe. Let me try to focus in a little bit. There you go. How they are on the outside. They've kind of just grown and they're working. You can remove them um, because obviously they could they have them so that they could fight so they'd be a lot bigger if they weren't neutered um, but I at this point because they're not bothering them and because they are gentle pigs um, we're gonna leave them oh we're gonna leave them because sedating pigs and yanking out teeth um, well if we don't have to do it we don't want to right so just like us all right Frankie is still eating. <laughs> He's like, I'm just gonna follow you around. I know. We'll see if we can get a, there we go. Here's your typical glimpse of Frankie. He's smaller, but he is. <laughs> He's the man. He's the man. All right, it's morning and we are down here with June. She's just eating. We just gave her a brush. She's had her kibble and now she's eating. Sorry, trying to get where you can actually see her eating her hay for the morning. And you can see all the chickens. They all, after they get all their kibble, this is where they, for the most part, they collect and Rue's usually around. He's around some crew of them. He really doesn't, I mean, he obviously eats, but it's funny if you watch him, most of the time he's just standing amongst the girls, keeping an eye out. Even when Kibble gets thrown, he mostly just stands and keeps an eye out. So, does a good job. I think this chicken right here, this black girl, she is the mama to the recent babies. We'll catch them on the way up the hill. Today's the first day, she said, I'm done. 
I came down and they were on their own and uh, she was nowhere to be seen. I thought, oh my gosh, she's dead. Nope, I should just cut them loose. No more clucking for them. No more babies. She did it much faster than her other mama does, but they're fine. So there's June and then in this crew over here, the alpaca are hanging out and you can catch a glimpse of Cuddlebug back in there. And Alma is sunbathing as Alma tends to do. These girls are waiting for me to leave, politely. Politely waiting for me to leave. Here's the babies, all on their own today. Like, where did she go? But they've been down here. <laughs> like, are you our mom? Nope. You'll be fine. They actually were up in the coop much longer than I usually leave them for. So. They're just going to follow her around. That works. Okay, we're walking back up and this crew has gone to their shady spot for the morning. Drilla is always out there a little bit away from everybody, sleeping in the sun. There's Jojo right up close. I'm not going to get too close to them. Alexis and Cream Puff. Andy's sleeping by the fence, or by the uh, tree there. This is their nice, it's maybe 65 degrees. There's Johnny. They're all just milling about. Having a good morning. Not bad. Alright, see you all in a minute. Okay, so let's talk about Park and Draft when you're learning on a drop spindle. And Park and Draft is a way to not have to multitask so much. So you can practice your drafting separate from practicing holding the drop spindle and the spin going in at the same time. So what you'll do is you'll go ahead and add a little twist and I've got a pinch on my finger while that twist is adding. Grab your drop spindle and just park it between your legs there. And then what you're gonna do is draft a little and you'll see my bottom finger as I slide up the twist enters. Draft a little more, slide up, the twist enters. So this gives you a way to practice your drafting without worrying about controlling the drop spindle. So one last time, I added a little bit of twist. I'm gonna go ahead, draft a little, and then let this finger slide up, and that finger stays pinched so that the twist only goes so far as I want it to go. I hope that helps. Welcome back. If you are listening, I will put in the show notes where you can go watch. If you are interested in watching any of that stuff, uh, I'll have in the show notes a link to this podcast so you can watch. Thank you for listening. Thank you all for listening, for watching, for commenting. Um, please don't forget to subscribe. I always forget to ask, but if you can subscribe, comment, I love it all. So thank you. Um, what I'm reading. So I am reading that book, Rest. That's my morning book as I eat and, and um, my cat, Tabitha, likes to try to eat the book. I don't know, she's so weird. She loves to rip paper apart, including books, apparently. So this book goes nowhere near her. Um, this is 
I know it's gonna be backwards, I apologize. In the Upper Country, it is by Kai Thomas. Um, I think I'm about 80 pages in or so. So good, so good. I'm gonna read you this little thing. The fates of two unforgettable women, one beginning a journey of reckoning and self-discover, the other completing her last vital act intertwined in this powerful novel set at the terminus of the Underground Railroad. So good. It really is. So I actually, my mom was kind enough to pass this on. She, um, this is a first edition signed copy because I think for Christmas we got her um, a membership in the Parnassus um signed first editions club and so that is ann patchett who's wrote many a good books over the years she has this first edition book so each month you get a book that they choose and it's signed and it's first edition and i don't even usually have the cover on it i read it in bed only and i brought it in a special sack to keep it because who knows who knows you know when you get first editions especially when they're signed you don't want to mess with them but in the Upper Country, it is so good by Kai Thomas. I'll put it in the show notes so you don't have to write it down. Um, and I'll put in the other book, Rest, that I am reading. But highly recommend thus far. Probably why it's in her first edition club, right? Um, I love when people just send me things and I don't have to think about them. Uh, which is why I have Fiverr Club, right? That is, I think, one of the things that my Fiverr Club subscribers love is that they just get a surprise in the mail every month. Fiverr shows up and they get to spin it. Um, and that's what I'm working on in the mail. So I can't show you all. So next time I will have videos for that because those are going out end of the week. Those should start hitting the mail, which is very exciting. And it's mid early for me. I've been a little behind, not behind, but it goes out once a month, but I would like it to be a little earlier in the month. Anyway. Wish is smacking me because she's got all the energy in the world now that she's losing weight. And I'm bringing Nigel, my little dog, to work, and it's got her all sauced up. Um, Nigel is terrified of her, even though she hissed at him twice, hasn't done it since the very first day. They are funny. She's trying to play. Okay, you all, that's all I got this time. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, speaking of Fiber Club, if you're interested in it, there are spots open in it. So jump, I'll put a link in the show notes. It's really fun. We also have a monthly Zoom. So if you love a good knit along or crochet along, this is kind of like a spin along because most people um, get the fiber and amazingly start spinning it right away, which is so fun. So by the time we get to Zooms, a lot of them have already spun it or are spinning it or have tails to tail or have it on needles or a hook. So anyway, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for watching, for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe and comment. Until next time, stay healthy, make so many pretty things, and of course, be kind to your neighbor. All right, I will see you soon. Thank you.